Hello, I'm Steve Hayes. I'm Jeff Fedge Boyd. And this is Papa Fedge. Papa Fedge's. Do I say Papa Fedge's? That's that's the plural. Archive Archive Project? Yes, you do. Well, actually, you just did. Hey, this is your project. You can say whatever you want. You're Papa Fedge. Uh, Yeah. This is all about you. I was stuttering there thinking, do I say archive or archives? So I was was trying to hold up on the Fedge part. (laughs) (laughs) If these old walls could speak of things that they remember well, stories and faces dearly held, here's someone who really loves you. Well, anyway, it's us again. And we're, we still got the same golf motif here because we want to talk about your next hole-in-one. But I think before we do that, we probably got to give this guy a name here. I mean, if he's going to be in the project, we got to give him a name. Okay. Like Duff is a good – Duffy's a good name. Duffner yeah. is one of your favorite golfers I know right I, now. I, I'm not trading him in, but I probably need to eventually because he's, he's a, finishing up with his – He's getting up there in age. Which more. is a tough name for a golfer because I know. Duff, when you duff the ball, that's a bad shot. You know, that's a term for but a bad shot. The reason I like Jason Duffner is I wish I was more like him because you can't tell. You know, I'm too animated most times. I've, I would like to be less animated <laughs> at times. So what are we going to call him? We can call him Duffy. What do you want to call him? Um, we could have call him Project Pete. Project Pete. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm done with that. What's up, Pete? Yeah, wanna hear, okay. You want to hear uh, about... Hole in one, number two. He doesn't feel like it. Doesn't seem like he's interrupting us. He, but he looks like he's shocked. I mean, if you look in his eyes, he looks like he's shocked. Like you well, hit uh, another hole in one. Yeah, you, you guys didn't see it, but in between, he twi- looked over here at uh, me like, again. Are you seriously? Yeah, like right. that guy. That's what I looked like when you told me you had three holes in one, and then I immediately turned more looked more like a devil maybe because i got jealous inside like what you've had three hole in one so you shared us if you haven't checked it out yet he he shared one his first hole in one now or is this the second hole in one you second shot? one yeah okay and, all right and um i'd gotta stay humble because i like i say i have lots i know a lot of people way better golfers. i don't think than, yeah that have never oh, done we it. just saw on tv um dechambeau um yeah, Bryson DeChambeau, Bryce. that almost won. I mean, he almost won a major tournament we just watched the other day, and he's only yeah. he won his whole life. And again, are we supposed to be telling the grands and the greats, like, De- that's a that's a good golfer? Or yeah, they'll just Bryson have to look DeChambeau in- is a great golfer. Right now, and, uh, yeah. And he was kind of a – he's kind of like the mad scientist of golf. He's, are we supposed to be saying what time of the world it is, like in 20 20- Well, we're in 2021 right now. Um, maybe we'll yeah. maybe the dates will come but up. But it'll be you, on. It'll be on the you, video when probably. you post it or yeah. on the YouTube. It'll say what date it was posted or something so, like that. Yeah. <coughs> okay. So, but this is that the, the Papa Fedge's archive project. If this is the first video that you've watched of it, is is really us archiving Jeff Boyd Fedge, uh, archiving his life for his grandsons, grandchildren, and great grandchildren for the grands and the greats. And so we're yeah. in the middle of a golf thing because yeah. golf is men, means a lot to you. And, yeah. Uh, and we're and and then why you might be seeing this. Some of you uh, is because we're just letting you come along for the ride, have a ringside yeah, yeah, seat. You don't you have to be a grand or a great to watch us because you are great already. You know, if you're, so um, we're just glad that you're watching it. And should we it, say all that if, stuff. if there's people out there with enough free time that this, this <laughs> <laughs> we know we know time is valuable. It's yeah. your most important resource, and we appreciate you spending it um, yeah. watching watching this project. But you know, we know I know a few people and might be interested in a little. Uh, little of the uh, sausage making of my life and then steve oh um is a little bit interested in seeing if anybody else on the planet 
would like to sit in my chair and 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 get their lives archived, yeah. uh, documented, you might right. say. Uh, and it's a little phrase we're kicking around, archive your life or archive your yeah, life. That's what Happy Life Studios really is all about. We want to take your story because you are grand. You are great, like I said. And we want to take the story that you have and we want to share it with your grandchildren, your great-grandchildren. Wouldn't that be cool for them to have something to go, even your great-great-great-grandchildren that you will never meet, but they will get to know you because you archived your life. Yeah. So, so anyway, that's kind of what we're doing here. And we're on... Uh, right now, we're going to talk about the second hole of one I got in my life, which was uh, May twelfth, two thousand twelve, Rochester, Minnesota. And um, so this is uh, what, this twelve year, thirteen years. No, this is this nine. is twelve years after your first one was in ninety nine. You said ninety in ninety. So this is yeah. twenty twenty two years, years before your next one. That's how rare hole in ones are. And Fed just had three of them. Twenty one and a half. All right. So uh, so. The little backdrop part of this story is that I had met a friend of mine uh, in the fall, earlier in the fall, before, at the golf course, and a um, nice, um, God-fearing, like a really locked-in God kind of guy, and in fact, the first few holes we played together, he goes, so, um, so you're, you're gotta be a believer then, right? It's, he goes, no, he goes, so what you're saying is you're a believer too, right? And I go, well, I, I definitely need God's help. I, I'm living proof of that. So anyway, he, um, we met a little bit back then and then we, um, reassembled with each other in, in the spring there of 2012. And what had, ha- the backdrop story f- for this one has to include the fact that I had just gotten in the winter I'd bought some cobras cobra clubs not not particularly expensive ones but they were new and I liked the feel of them and I was playing them well and um well I want to throw this other thing in too might as well because it's pretty pertinent but I'd never taken a lesson I started golfing the summer of 81 and I'd never taken a lesson until the fall of 2011 30 years so, um, well, maybe that's why I've, I've never taken a lesson. Maybe that's why I haven't had a whole one, well, one yet, but a little sidebar pause here, a takeaway for the grands and greats. If you like something really well and there's help available to make you enjoy it, it more, right. even if it costs don't you don't wait three decades. Yeah. Right. Get it. It's, it's before, moderate. Right. Instead of learning how to do it incorrectly, you might as well, you know, yeah, I started, yeah. uh, I, I did get to play. I did. Go out for golf my senior year in high school, but I was not good. But I made the team and got to golf in, in a couple of tournaments. I was slated in two tournaments, home tournaments. and uh, But my golf coach, Hobie Richards, he's my ninth grade homeroom teacher. He took a couple of looks at my swing and he said, you know, if you were a junior or a sophomore or something, I'd spend time on you. But <laughs> <laughs> just like, he just said, go over no, there. Right? there. That's why right. I don't even get a lesson now because I'm like, I've learned for how many decades, four, four decades or more, I've learned how to play it wrong. Yeah. I don't need to go. <laughs> anyway, so. Anyway, so I took a couple of lessons and then um, uh, my um, former wife, Marsha, had got me this golf book. Uh, wife, I should say wife at the time. Uh, and. Um, for Christmas that year and Ben Hogan's five fundamentals of golf. And I read that several times and I've just known how to golf since then. That book really resonated just from a book. That's yeah. Cool. And uh, he wrote it in the fifties, but he, for me, it made sense for the first time. I knew what I was trying to do. Wow. It made sense. You know, I'm um, not breaking the plane. Like he, 
you know, if you have a longer club, your swing's going to be flatter. Shorter club, it's going to be a little bit more steep. It all makes sense. It's not that for me, it just resonated, and right from the get go when so I started reading a book was like your first lesson that actually taught you reading a book taught you how to play golf better. That's pretty cool. Oh, I've read that thing at least way over a hundred, probably wow. approaching 200 times. And I, I refer to it all the time and it's just a blessing. It was just a cool thing that happened, but it set it up because I had, I, this one was most probably due because I had an improved golf swing, this hole in one. Uh-huh. Cause the other golf swing, I didn't hit to the pin. Like this one coming up, I, I hit left and short, and and gravity took it the rest of the okay. way. So anyway, what had happened with the Cobra clubs, I had I was playing a lot of rounds, uh, and I was eight days earlier, I had lost my pitching wedge, and I tra- traced it back to the second round of the day, eight days earlier on a Friday, and uh, my second shot on the second hole. So I went back there, and I remember I was like a foot into the rough, and I could not find that club. And I don't know if it was there. I could have maybe. Sometimes I'll think I'm putting something in. Uh, that's my phone this time. I didn't shut it off. And so I sometimes I'll put a club in. I think I put it in the bag, but I didn't. I just put it in between the bag and the. So that could have happened too. Anyway, I'm short of pitching wedge. So I'm with my friend Steve. And um, he says. So you use need my. A- you need a pitching wedge for this right. hole. Is that what you're saying? So how? 106. He likes to play. 106. Okay. He likes to play blue. 106 yards out. Yeah. And we just have blue and white. I'm a white guy. Like I like for my money is is. For my, those that don't play golf, blue is farther back. Yeah. The blue tees. A little more the difficult. The white tees are a little bit closer. So depending on how good of a golfer you are, you can decide which. Yeah. You know. He hits it. Interestingly, he's come around to whites now, but back then he hits it a little, just a little shorter than me. But he liked to hit from farther away. And if he, if you had done what you wanted to do. Well, anyway, go ahead yeah. with your story. Well, so you're it's 106, from the blues. Right. 106 is the, and it's right on the, that's what the sign says, and it's right on the marker. And uh, the pin is a little bit up, so it might be 103 to the pin, but it, it it marked out at 106. And I said, Steve, here's the problem. I've been yanking my gap wedge, a little shorter club, trying to get it. That's probably a 95-yard, what they call stock yardage, or just an average that's how far you hit that that, that gap wedge, yeah. yeah. So I was trying to muscle it up there, and and that tendency to pull it left, go left, and then my nine nine, I've been, I said, I've been, fa- I've been fanning them out, I'm just hanging them out to the right. And your pitching wedge, which was in between those two, yeah. is gone. You yeah. lost it. Yeah, I got it. If everybody will, there. if everybody will forgive me, I'm at least gonna. Um, I wonder if they be watching this a hundred years from now, going, "What is that thing? That this is, is a cellular cell phone, phone that I'm shutting off that I should have done before we." <laughs> All right. All right. So, so, uh, so you're uh, but so your gap wedge is won't go there far enough, and you've been pulling it because you've been trying to kill it. So Steve says to me, "Here, use my club, use my pitching wedge." So he had a pitching wedge. Yeah, and he goes, "I just got this set of clubs one week ago at the art uh, expo where uh, different brands. They're Cleveland's, is what they were. That's what we use for. That's what I hit for a driver now. They were Cleveland's, and he said last week I hit them all, and these are the ones I picked out." And I said, Steve, but that doesn't, I got to learn this because I'm not the um, Arnie, this guy that this old guy is like 90 years old in the clubhouse. And he's, when I, he heard about the thing, he said, you probably aren't going to find that club. You have to lose a seven iron or higher, he said, because anything lower, people don't turn back in. Wow, <laughs> interesting. He said, wedges, no, they're just going to, 
Or might he, he might have said nine iron, maybe not yeah. think about it. Wedges, you can't lose those. Are pitching wedges, sand wedges, gap wedges. No, they're going to try. Because they're not, they don't always come as a matching set. You yeah. buy those individually. And they're so, those intricate, yeah. those more nuanced swings. All the other swings. clubs line up with the same set. So. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, there we are. And he twists my arm and, and he says, and I said, well, yeah, but I can't do that. I won't, you know, I won't. What do I do when you're not here? And he said, let's just play golf together every time. You know, cause yeah, we I can't re- use your club because then he's like, yeah. oh, well, he no, said, we golf together all the time. Yeah, okay, that's we, pretty cool. Because we had really bonded the, you know, the fall before. Uh-huh. And um, sadly enough, his wife died of um, cancer oh. that next fall, too. Wow. So he's really a good pal of mine. Um, wow. We've been leaning on each other pretty heavy these, these last years. So anyway, um, one other thing that happened during that time was on the f- fifth hole, my daughter youngest starter was in first tee at the time and she had called just maybe that's what that prop was going to be ding ding dad i'm done you know text me or called me said i'm done so i buzz back while steve is finishing my friend's name is steve finishing um the hole i buzz back get tosh drive back out there so it's me and tosh and steve and so he hands me his pitching wedge i take the plastic off of it so the plastic of it being a brand new club, it hadn't even been even unwrapped yet. It was still shrink wrapped. It had not been hit by a human being. Had no human being had ever hit that club. <laughs> the first hit. A machine might have. I don't know, but no human. And I unwrap it and send it on off. And that one was zeroed in. Like both Steve and I go, that's going to be good. In the air, we knew it was a really good shot. And I said, well, that's. Pretty stock pitching wedge. I think 105 was in my mind what a stock pitching wedge of my own was going to be. And it bounced once. It bounced. It landed really soft, bounced, you know, bounced once, and then rolled a foot. Into the cup. <laughs> no way. Center cut. It wasn't any rolling around or, you know, uh, it was just center. Ping. Oh, my. I got a picture of that on my phone somewhere. And that's cool because your daughter got to be there to watch it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I had just gone and picked her up. And um, it was kind of like your, your, you saying to your wife, you know, hole-in-ones just don't come around right. anymore. Like, right. Because um, her reaction was, hey, give me a club and a ball. I want to try yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> she, I, you have no idea what just happened there. <laughs> I think at that point I said, how much for the wedge? I'm hanging this up on the wall and say, this, ho- this club has never hit anything but holes in ones. Uh, he's since lost it out there somewhere. Oh, my. And there, it's probably laying crisscross with my pitching wedge somewhere. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> like skull and crossbones. Good luck finding us. Wow. So that's a pretty cool story. Anything you want to say to the grands and greats on that one? Well, I'm just going to pick up on the fact that the plastic hadn't bit, you know. And, and like, if, if you're um, – Nervous about trying something for the first time? Don't be. Right. Because you just never know. Right. Because you almost, that wouldn't did happen because you're like, I can't try your club. It's not my club, so I'm not going to try it. And because you tried his club, you're yeah, I able mean, to get. In the sense, cool. first time using, uh, trying to use someone else's club instead of my gap wedge or yeah. my 9-iron. Because it's not mine. That's yours. Yeah, I don't want to use that because that's yours. And, and the good part about what might have spurred me on to go ahead and use it is i was not happy with the shots my nine iron and my gap wedge were providing for me right as i needed them right like i i was like already figuring if i use he does have a point on this particular round if i use one of my other ones probably his pitching wedge is going to be yeah a lot a lot better shot than 
yeah. than what I've figured out in the interim of these eight days. And sometimes, you know, when it comes to life, in our golf bag of life, we just don't have the right club for what we need to do, but someone else does. Yeah, that's a good point, too. That and it, you got to, it's not, maybe nothing there's wrong someone with asking willing someone to help, to help you. you. Yeah. If they and, have a, a club, a tool, an implement that can help you get the job done, why would you not allow that to happen? Yeah. And, uh, um, yeah, upon further review, now they think back on it, I was, that was my knee jerk reaction is no, no, I, I couldn't accept that help. Wow. You know, and especially if, Maybe your car's broke down. Someone offers, hey, here's a car to use for a while. No, no, I couldn't do that. When I knew I didn't have a pitching wedge, right? It wasn't that I didn't know that. I knew that, right? And I see a lot of people. I hear that a lot of times. No, I wouldn't. No, don't worry about it. No. And people, but why not? Why not? If someone is offering it to you, it's because you honor them too. Like your buddy got to be in on that because that was his club, and he got to be in on it more because it was his club than if it would have been your club. Yeah. Now, When someone offers you something and you take it, it honors them as well. Yeah. One side note to that, we were out this year, and on our first first time we played together, and I said, I said, um, I mean, it's, I said, it's just too much to ask for four, but I, for four holes and ones in a lifetime. But I said, I really am gonna. I think that's a par four par threes on that course and five. It's a thirty-two, so that would be twenty-five and twelve. Yeah, is that right? Um, Five threes and four fours. That's 31. Okay, so it's the other par way around. Par 31. Yeah, it's a par 32 course, so that's okay. got to be five. One, okay, I'll just I'll go through it in five my mind. Fours it's Hadley Creek Golf Course in Rochester, so first one's a three, third's a three, fourth is a three, six is a three. That's four. So that's, three, 12. that's 12. And then the other five holes are par fours. That's 20. That's 32 par. Okay. So I was just saying to him on the on each time I I'm out here this year, and I'm at a par three, I'm I'm not gonna, I it's just not right. But I said I am gonna just let it cross, like really bear down and and I'm not gonna play it safe if the wind's blowing or something. I'm gonna say what's my best chance of hitting this? I'm hitting for the pins is what I'm saying. Nice. I'm gonna spend for the pins. Well, anyway, we're on that same hole six this year, and I and the pin is back right. This that one was there. It was front left. Uh, middle left, middle front left. That one, the first time you yeah. hit it in. But this year, and I hit it. I skyball it, and the wind is blowing. Um, what direction was that blowing? Yeah, I think mostly in into us and left and right. And I just sky it, and it lands. You know, still twenty feet short of the pin, but just on the left side of the way up high, left side of the green. And it, I don't know what it hit or if it hit something, but or if it's just the on, undulation of that little place. And it hit and just lunged right for the pin. And it rolled and rolled and rolled and it came about an inch from the pin. Oh, my word. <laughs> That's the first wow. time I played that whole six this year. And and Steve and I, I said, are you thinking what I'm thinking? And he goes, what are you thinking? I'm saying, I'm glad that hunk of junk shot didn't go in. That would be embarrassing. I got a hole in one. But, no, I got to yeah. describe that. Yeah, they say, the well, other, how did you do it? Yeah. Uh, well, I just got one. Never mind. Yeah, and you don't need to know how it like, happened. I, I can't say it with a straight face that I really mean it, but <laughs> yeah. I'm going like, that's plenty good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I'll take that tap in. Uh, and the other thing, and, thing I'm thinking, too, for the grands and greats as well is that you know you always shoot for the pin. You always, try, you always want a hole-in-one, but it rarely ever happens. That doesn't mean you stop golfing. It's not right. about hitting a hole-in-one. It's about trying to hit the hole-in-one and going with what you end up getting. And... um. There's times where it doesn't 
I, you, we got to throw in there probably. It, it doesn't make sense to aim for the pin exactly. You get as close as you can, but you know your constraints. But you're trying to hit the that. best shot that you can yeah. get. Why not do that? Yeah, yeah, best shot. Yeah, most logical and the best. That's what for going the score for the pin that. means. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. do the best I possibly can. But, but I've superseded,ly vetoed that and said. I, I'm going to sacrifice a few a stroke or two now and then, and I am going to go for the pin, even if it's a si- pin I shouldn't be going for. I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> nice, know? nice. So. That's a great rule to live by. Thanks for sharing your second hole in one with us. Yeah, hole in one number two. You bet. Pre- appreciate it, and then we'll see you guys for hole at, number three. Yeah, that's what's coming up next. So if this is something you're interested in archiving your life or archiving the life of somebody else that's in your life, you can call us on our voicemail. That's 425-200-HAYS, H-A-Y-S, 425-200-4297. Or email us at podcast at happylife.studio, podcast at happylife.studio, and let us know archiving is something you'd be interested in, and we'll call you. Who knows? I might even have Fedge call you, and uh, we'll talk to you through some of the details and see if it's something you want to pursue.